Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's really designed to help you take your business to the next level. I try to have different themes and concepts that, you know, I introduce and help you think about your business. I also get into some specific strategies and certainly techniques and tips that you can actually implement literally the next day. Today, I want to be talking about a topic that, you know, still is a little bit broad, but I think is very, very important as you start to look out to the future. And that is a theme that's actually going to be part of the Extreme Sales Summit coming up in the fall of 2021. It's really focused on what's changed and what's next. This podcast series is supported by my friends at NARI, the National Association of Remodeling Industry, as well as uh, Professional Remodeling. Uh, engage, leap, and other leading organizations out there. So today, let's talk about this subject of, you know, kind of what's changed and what's next. You know, as I turn back the clock, we're almost exactly about a year out of when we all started to shut down in March of 2020. You know, I remember going into the beginning of 2020, making kind of overall goals and themes for the year. And my hope and goal was to, you know, travel a little bit less in 2020, was also to do more one-to-many activities, kind of leveraging technologies and video conferences. And it was also to spend a little bit more time with my family. Well, as my father used to tell me many, many years ago, Mark, be careful what you wish for. All of those things came true in 2020. It just came about in a way that I never, never would have seen as possible. You know, this industry that we're happen to be in, the home remodeling industry, which I think is certainly amazing and, and, and has been very, very resilient in all of this. In many ways, it's kind of like the poster child of, you know, the industries of how they've gotten through this. Um, you know, the being the poster child, when we saw it dipping off in March, March and April, we said, oh, my God, everything started to be shutting down. And who would have believed that the majority of the remodeling businesses actually not only survived, but they also had, in many cases, a very strong 2020, which never, never, never would have been predicted. The second is that, you know, there's a level of dollars that are out there from a client perspective that really help to continue to support, you know, your clients who have been time starved and trapped traveling and just busy with other priorities, they've been hunkered down in their home and they're also saving a lot of money. And most of them remain employed and certainly even saving costs in their employment, not spending more. So as a result of that, you know, they have more discretionary money to spend in many cases. Interest rates in the stock market, they've done very well. And again, just supports very strong home improvement. You know, we've seen a migration out of the city into the suburbs for all the obvious reasons that you know about. But again, I think that bodes very well for home remodeling and home improvement in terms of how people approached it. So in talking about what's changed, what I want to do is kind of break it down into kind of three categories. I want to talk a little bit about the consumer. I want to talk about how remodeling projects have changed a bit and certainly the business of remodeling itself. And then, you know, I'm going to make an attempt to talk a little bit about what's next in each of those categories. Well, I certainly don't have a crystal ball and I'm not a psychic. I do think that now that people are starting to get vaccinated, 
they're really looking out to the future. And I think it's critical to start to stretch those long-term muscles again and really, I think, prepare yourself, I think, for the future. So let's just talk about the consumer. You know, your consumer certainly has been in house arrest or certainly in jail for a long, long period of time. You know, we talked about them, you know, working at home. It's really more, I think, the the right, correct words. It's they're living at work. All of a sudden, the way that they're seeing their house is very, very different. Oftentimes, even how you go about scheduling appointments with clients is very different. I was talking to someone recently who said, you know, oftentimes when the screen ask, will your spouse be at home or will you be there? They're oftentimes will say, yes, of course, they're working at home, but they may not necessarily be on a call or certainly in a meeting because they're busy working at home or, as they say, living at work. I also think the consumer is starting to look at their home very, very differently. You know, the concept of leaving your home and moving into assisted living with all these germs and all these challenges, the notion of trying to stay in your home for a much longer period of time is more appealing. And also, I think this whole notion of your home is really more of a sanctuary than it is a house. And as a sanctuary, it has a degree of reverence that's very different. I think one thing that this uh, pandemic and certainly COVID has done, it's given us a heightened awareness of germs. And we realize most of us who have been really hunkered down, we haven't been sick for the last year and in large part because we have been a little bit more sensitive, certainly to the level of germs that are out there. And it's really the germs that make us sick. You know, Kohler actually did some research on this many, many years ago, and they showed kind of this increase increase in terms of the consumer considering themselves germaphobes. And today, more than 50% of the homeowners out there think of themselves as germaphobes. Well, those in the remodeling business have to be kind of aware of the pain points that many of the clients are experiencing. And when we get into projects, we'll certainly address that a little bit more. I also think the buying process has changed. You know, homeowners, needless to say, they don't feel the need to have so many face-to-face meetings and high-touch activities. They're doing more in terms of the buying experience that's very different than in the past. And I know many remodelers think that, well, the consumers are saying, well, why don't you come out and look at this? Why don't you come out to visit me? And the reality is they don't know any different. That's the way that they did it for the last 50 years. And it's only been in the last one year that we've started to have alternatives. But the pain point on their part has been great enough that they've really wanted to do that. So I think this whole notion of interacting, leveraging technologies, you know, even terms like Zoom, who've become, you know, kind of a household term like Kleenex, never even were known a year and a half ago. And now it's become an integral part of how they operate in their lives and in their business, but how they also in the future will will uh, 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 certainly interact with you. You know, the projects, you know, if you look at some of the projects, from the Google surveys or some of the Harvard uh, data that's out there. Certainly outdoor living is over the top for all the obvious reasons. You know, one of the comments that my friends at Google said, you know, the real lessons are learned after the test. You know, as I think about that visually, when you look in the rear rear view mirror at what's happened out there, it all makes total sense in terms of how consumers are behaving, how they're spending and quite
quite frankly, how well home remodeling is done. However, when you look out, and certainly six months ago, we look out the windshield, it was all foggy. We didn't know what was around the bend or whether there was a cliff or whether there was just clear sailing. So because of that, uh, I think when it comes to the projects, you know, it all kind of makes sense. What is the popular projects? You know, I think there's this heightened interest in terms of the health and safety within the home itself. And I think that will absolutely, as we get into kind of what's next, will continue. Also, the size of the projects. Kind of surprising during kind of this pandemic, you'd think sizes of projects would drop. However, for many, many remodeling companies, the average ticket has gone up and Certainly the ability for the homeowner to really proceed and have a different kind of relationship with a remodeler has certainly improved. So that's really, I think, when it comes to the projects, bathrooms are going to continue to be super, super hot. And again, it responds to this germaphone thinking. Matter of fact, I was talking to someone recently that is seeing that homeowners are wanting to have, you know, husband, wife or spouses bathrooms that are separated from each other, where in the past it was just have a little bit more square foot footage. And I think it's in large part because of this change in our thinking in terms of how we're thinking about the bath in the future. So let's jump to number three. Number three is the business itself. It's the business of remodeling. It's what you do every day. It's your people. It's your team. It's your processes. It's how you go about looking at the business. I think that how you're going to see your offices certainly has changed dramatically. I think this notion of everybody gathering together is certainly not necessarily what's required for businesses today. I know many businesses that are rethinking their real estate commitments to the point that in one or two cases, as much as 50 to 75% of their actual footprint or office space is really not needed in the future. And as a result, it changes kind of the economic formulas of the business. I also think the business relationship with clients is in fact going to change. And that is, you know, in the past, Homeowners, I think, were looking at cost, they were looking at speed, and they're looking at quality of work, and they certainly care about all those things. But I think a fourth factor that's going to go into play is the relationship, the long-term relationship, the the culture of the company, the relationship they have with you is, in fact, going to be a big or bigger driver in terms of how they look at things because I think they realize that you're not only kind of that that provider of service and certainly that sage and advisor for them, but you also represent safe practices. You also represent, I think, something that is truly taking care of their sanctuary. And because they're looking at it that way, they're going to uh, uh, change, I think, their thinking. I also think technology, and technology certainly is revolutionary pretty much all business, but I think it's going to be even greater to uh, in, in the future. And we've just been forced in a remodeling business to be very, very innovative, innovative in terms of our teams and the relationships, in terms of how we've gone about doing business. And I think that's going to continue to, to change because we've been at it for so long.
So let's just kind of try to imagine and, and kind of look to the future a little bit. And, you know, we'll be talking about this at future podcasts. I'm going to bring on, you know, leaders of the industry and certainly continuing with Kermit Baker and some of the thought leaders out there, as well as the manufacturing community, to try to help you understand kind of what's next. So thinking again in the same kind of format, starting with the consumer, I think the consumer is going to really adopt, I think, a lot of the technologies and integrations. As remodelers, we're not great at it yet, but I think the consumers now, because they're practicing this better and better through their own business lives and personal lives, the virtual selling, the virtual activities are going to increase greater and greater. And what's going to ultimately drive that, it may not be for another year or two, is going to be really the consumer driving it. And the reason I really say that is think about Amazon, think about Uber, think about Airbnb. These are all verticals that we never would imagine that we do most of our shopping or certainly uh, with with uh, taxis and all those kind of things by doing different. It's the business and the industry that drove the change, not necessarily the consumer. The consumer is catching up to these things that are happening because the remodeler is requirement, requiring it and getting better and better at it. I think another thing in terms of what's next, I think this notion of transparency is going to be become greater and greater and greater. Homeowners have access to really as much or more information certainly than you do. So I think the notion of operating, I think they're going to expect a degree of transparency that's going to be very different. I also think while there's been a lot of business in the last year during this pandemic, there's another wave of consumers right behind this that have been standing in the sidelines waiting for the vaccine, waiting for them to feel a little bit more comfortable, and they're going to be flooding the market. So I say this because for those that are out there, you need to be positioning your business to really allow for that abundance of client activity coming into, and at least based on some of the Harvard numbers, as well as some of the other key indicators that I'm seeing, I think well into 2022, you can expect a level and volume of activity from the consumer that's going to continue to be very great. I also think from the project, we're going to continue to see, I think, this sensitivity to this notion of the home is really more of a sanctuary. I think the notion of having multiple activities and not maybe quite as much open space and more divided space, I think will be really true. You know, the ADUs, we're seeing them pop up, not only in terms of remodeling drugs, driving it, but also legislation driving it in different parts of the country, especially on the West Coast. So I think that's going to be a much, much greater, I think, investment that people are going to be making in their home. And they're going to be thinking about, you know, okay, what does that next step look like? Not necessarily in the next, you know, one to three years, but what does the next five to 10 years look like? So I don't have to leave my home. My family can transfer. I can, in fact, live in my home and we can see this kind of almost generation element happening in terms of projects with, within the home themselves. So I do think there's going to be a longer term perspective as it relates to the conversation. And I think as remodelers, the better that you are at that kind of 
financial planner and marriage counselor and really that a little bit more of a futurist. What does a future look like for them in their home? I think the better that you're going to be. I also think in terms of what's next with a business, I think it's going to be required that you really have a lot more conversations with your team about what the policies, what the procedures and what they're most comfortable with. Now, I do believe there is going to be kind of a hybrid, but I also believe there needs to be more conversations with your team, just dictating to your team what the policy is going to be or when you're expecting them to come back to the office or do certain things. I just don't think it's going to fly. I think some of the uh, 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 employees actually have moved further away from the office and are expecting that kind of environment. So I think the more that you have conversations with your team about what they're comfortable with, but also what they're most effective with, but still having that little bit of high touch experience in the whole thing, I mean, you're going to be more successful. I also think those that have showrooms, that dynamic is also going to change because I think the consumers are not going to necessarily be looking at the showroom in the same way. You know, one of the leading remodelers that I interact with, they're making, you know, private appointments in their showrooms and they're using that as a differentiator and have clients feeling more comfortable in terms of not only the experience, but also it it really creates, I think, uh, makes them different than the rest of the pack. I also think we're going to see a lot more outsourcing going on. There's a lot more outsourcing in terms of drafting and design and different elements within the business. And I think we're going to see that continue in large part as we've really forced ourselves to become more proficient at that. And again, I think a big part of your driver in the business is going to be to try to push down your costs so you can provide more value and certainly continue to be uh uh, productive. You know, on the production side of the equation, you have to now really, really staff for this wave of the business. The lead times are getting way too far out there. And in fact, we're seeing some supply chain issues all around the country for different elements. So you, the procurement, the project management, the, the, the craftsmen getting the work out done, getting creative in terms of in-house versus so all those kind of things. That's got to be a priority because at the end of the day, you make your money on what you produce, not necessarily what you just visit or sell or even design. And I think the more that you can integrate, you know, production being one of your key priorities, I think that's going to be really critical moving forward. So in conclusion, again, I want to thank my supporters and certainly listeners of this podcast series. I encourage you to give feedback, give feedback to back, back to me, certainly through uh, Remodeling Mastery, as well as through the other sources of writing for Professional Remodeler or certainly other sources to be able to connect back through LinkedIn and other things. But, you know, do, do try to get out there and really stretch those muscles and think more about the future and not just where you are today and what you've experienced in the past. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Remodeling Mastery by Mark G. Richardson, produced by Sharefire Local. You can subscribe to this podcast on any mobile phone using iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. 